Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It is Monday night. It is, uh, what is today, May 22nd? Yeah, something like 2023. Uh, you're tuned into the drive in speaker box. Uh, we're, we're broadcasting live a little bit later than usual, and I'll explain that in a moment. But uh, thanks for tuning in. I am your host, Bo, the boom operator. I'm Slick Doggy the Grip. And we are here. We are back. Uh, I am just like literally fresh from Branson, Missouri, um, home of Silver Dollar City. And I went there with uh, a bunch of my uh, employees at Pinpoint and a bunch of our regulars. And we had a grand old time, not to be mistaken, with Grand Old Opry, which no longer exists. But it was a very Silver Dollar City-esque theme park in Nashville. But... um, yeah, we're we're here. So uh, I didn't get to see any movies this week. Cause, That's fine. Uh, yeah, but but old slick doggy here. Uh, he he, as promised. I watched Fast Ten. Your seatbelts. Yes, he did. And uh, Velvet Santa, thanks for the resub. Asks, how was the seedy underbelly of Branson? Well, we didn't get to see too much of the seedy underbelly. I'll tell you right now that Branson doesn't really have much of a seedy underbelly. <laughs> I was going to say the other side of the mountain. Like I've tried to find like the 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 cool happening spots in Branson, Missouri. Go karts. And well, and nothing nothing is open past like nine. It's it's actually a pretty sleepy town, and it only has like a population of like 2,400 people like it's a tiny little town and they all just exist to serve like tourists it's really really weird well uh, yeah Branson was created for a reason and that was because no matter where you are in the contiguous United States of America you can reach Branson within 24 hours there you go you I can mean, be in the tip-top corner of Washington Maine the bottom of Florida or, or California and you can get your ass to Branson in one full day's drive who knew who knew? It's done on purpose. Turns By design, out. you'd think that they would have capitalized on it a little better, but um, or more people would have. I been. mean, it was a pretty popping spot a couple decades ago. I mean, Yakov Smirnoff was, you know, he was there. I remember Wayne Newton had like a theater there once upon a time. Really? When, yeah, when I was like a, a child, a baby child. Hmm. Uh, Vince asks, "Is it's it's mostly older tourists, right?" Yeah, I mean the lake there gets quite a bit of of action, probably from younger people because it's a beautiful lake. But you know, I mean, there's not a whole lot of people that are going to that are like in their in their like early twenties going to Branson to see like Mel Tillis and the bald knobbers picking and grinning <laughs> review. Not. Dude, uh, go on the showboat. I I have wanted to go on the showboat Branson Bell, um, and and a lot of places don't serve alcohol either in what? Branson. Really? Because it's very like there's a lot of Jesus going on in Branson. You know, mm. it's it's a lot of gospel and Jesus and like all that kind of you know business. And uh, 
What, there's yeah. a Titanic Museum. There is a Titanic there's Museum. There's a uh, Ripley's that's there's pretty good. There's a wax good. museum. Oh, yeah, the wax museum is not all bad. That stuff. But anyway, that's where I went. But uh, but this dude went and saw Fast and Furious X. Yeah, like I think one of us had a better promise. time than the other. Uh, PN over on YouTube says, they got the sarsaparilla, though. But I didn't get any sarsaparilla because I had like 17,000 soft frozen lemonades. And uh, like the kind that you scoop, the one that comes out of the machine, not so good. The one with like the, the scooping guy, and he scoops scooping it into into guy. your cup. And I've got one of these old cups that uh, that I, I, like I have it with me. Something actually. like this one? No, it's like these old souvenir cup. This is literally one from my childhood. It's the fiftieth anniversary mug. This one was uh, in two thousand ten. Yeah, I've still got it. And the cool thing is, is like I think this was the last year that they did it. It might have been two thousand twelve. But this cup, you could bring it back year after year after year after year and get, like, refills for, like, two bucks, right? You know, because normally it's, like, you know, $10 for a freaking Coke. And, mmm, yummy. And um, you can bring you that back. You took it with you? Of course, because here's the deal. Is, like, in 2010, you know, you, you could get lifetime refills is what they claimed on these mugs. You buy a souvenir punk, you get lifetime refills. But then they wised up, and they're like, man, you know what? A lot of people bring these mugs back. So starting this year... You know, uh, the year's going only going to be this year's mug, and then everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Just like the sarsaparilla guy at Bikes Blues and Barbecue and whatnot with the metal mugs, because yeah, it was forever. Yeah, and then they put the years on them. Sorry, that's last year's mug. But idiot. if you have one of these grandfathered-in mugs and have kept it for a decade, then they're like, "All right, look, we're not going to argue with you about this. You you did buy it when we said lifetime." So this one does get lifetime. So yeah, I had like seventeen hundred frozen lemonades, and I also, of course, brought several Underbergs with me because you know I like them. And a soft frozen lemonade with an Underberg in it, theme park jammy jam. Hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But anyway, all right. So this show, we're probably. I think we should just skip the news. Oh, well, hold on, you have guy. Some big stuff because I have no yeah, idea what happened. I absolutely have big stuff. Uh, in the world of wrestling, superstar Billy Graham passed away. Uh, okay. That's a big bummer. I know we got wrestling fans in here. That is entertainment. Superstar Billy Graham was the man of the hour, the man with the power, the man that was too sweet to be sour. He is the origin of the modern promo. Uh, he was the very first bodybuilder in wrestling. He's oh, the yeah, person that was. Hulk Hogan started wrestling because of Triple H started wrestling. Scott Steiner copied him. Diamond Dallas Page got into it because of him. Um Jesse Ventura is a direct ripoff of him. Uh, he's the one that taught Dusty Rhodes how to promo. Ric Flair got his start driving for Superstar Billy Graham. Everything that is entertainment about wrestling entertainment is because of Superstar, Superstar Billy, Graham. Billy Graham. So you have him to thank for The Rock, uh, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, every bit of it. Um, and then also in, in sad news. Isn't Billy Graham also like there's a Billy Graham that's a famous pastor? Preacher. Yeah, preacher. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a whole a whole different thing because yeah. superstar Billy Graham got his name because he was in character the little brother of Eddie Graham who was a big wrestling promo. But gotcha. uh, more movie related stuff. Ray Stevenson died yesterday. How did I not see that? Yeah, the, I've uh, just not been on my phone. I've been star of Punisher Warzone, uh, one of the best Marvel comic Dang, movies ever made. I liked him mm -hmm. a lot. He played Volstagg and Thor. Uh, more importantly, he was like he is a Punisher more than whoever you're thinking of, Dolph Lundgren or Walking Dead guy, guy or um, uh, 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 Thomas Jane. 
Ray Stevenson was Punisher. He was also the bad guy in RRR, which was huge. He's in the new Ashoka series that's going to be coming out. Dang. Uh, he was Blackbeard in Black Sails. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, uh, he was in, uh, what, he's Kill, in Kill the Irishman. He was the main guy there. Yeah. So that's, wow. a, that's a big loss to the, uh, well, the world of acting. Heckin' poots. I had no idea. Yeah, because every time I saw Ray Stevenson, I'm like, well, this guy's going to be good. So well, shoot. That Pour super sucks. Uh, we also got things like the uh, the teaser trailer for Killers of the Flower Moon. I have just I've been had my head under the rocks all this week. Just right up your own butthole, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Straight in there. It looks pretty good. The uh, you know Scorsese in Oklahoma mm-hmm. movie there. Uh, there's also a trailer released for the new version of The Color Purple. Uh, it's now a musical. Uh, and it's being okay. produced by Oprah, Steven Spielberg, and um, Quincy Jones. Okay. So probably not going to be as good as The Last Dragon, uh, especially because it's a remake. But, you know, it's out there. People like musicals. It has the they new do. Uh, uh, Halle Bailey from uh, Little Mermaid that's coming out. Um, Taraji P. Henson. uh Louis Gossett Jr., uh, David Allen Greer, and Dean Cole, and a whole bunch of other people. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But talking about Halle Bailey, uh, early reviews of Little Mermaid are in, and everyone hates it. They like her, and they hate the rest of all of Imagine, them. imagine, imagine that. They said the movie's trash, but Halle Bailey does really good because uh, she can sing, which is why she's in the uh, uh, singing version of Color Purple. And then uh, Star Wars news, because you can't ever get away from that crap. I did see this. I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. All, the Galaxy uh, Hotel? No. What? I you, don't know about that. You'll have to tell me a second. Okay, so yeah. Kathleen Kennedy said on the Dagobah Dispatch podcast that all future Star Wars movies from this point will reintroduce the um, opening credit crawl. Well, the, it's uh, about damn time. Yeah. So, But it's going to be for the movies only. Uh, TV's not going to have it. But uh, the new Jedi Order movie that they've just announced that stars Rey and there's going to be total bullshit unless they crush her with a moon like they did Chewbacca they in should've. the new Jedi Order yeah. movies. Or just shoot her with the, with a Death Star. Just, specifically. just at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that old lady that's like, what's your name, little yeah. girl in the desert? And she goes, Skywalker. She goes, cool. Bam. And just kills her. Uh, that would be the best opening. Uh, bum, bum, bum. And that's when we get the credit roll. The Dawn of the Jedi movie and the Mandalorian movie oh. will have opening crawl to them. A Mandalorian? I thought we already kicked that dead horse into the pavement. No. And uh, Disney's not stoked about how let's they Let's just put it, it in carbonite and stick it on the shelf. Man, like, but they're still going to take more as much from it as they can. Dang. Uh, what was this? What were you talking about? The hotel? So, the Galaxy, Star Wars Galaxy's Hotel Resort. The one that was like $5,000 for a 20-minute stay? It, well, so it was $6,000 a night for normies, mm-hmm. and the premium package was to the tune of like $15,000 or whatever for a night. Did you see this. the videos of what those look like? It looked insane. They're tiny, tiny, and tiny rooms, and it's like a bunk, and you're in a It's like you're in a spaceship, cot. though. Yeah, you're in a spaceship. Okay. Yeah, it's like a real spaceship living. But to no one's surprise, but apparently Disney executives, uh, no one could afford to go, and no one went. So in less than a year, they're like, well, I guess we're going to blow this fucker up because uh, we can and write it off our taxes and build something else. And uh, yeah, I I never saw anything positive about it. The people that had gone or tried to go all said it was garbage. And yeah, it cost 
every I mean, one of the dollars. For that much money per night, it you better actually put me in a spaceship. And I, and I you think you still it, have to pay for your meals and everything. Yeah, it's insane, yeah. ridiculous, and uh, you know. But they built it because that's how much money they have. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other news that you wanted to jump out there? No, I think that's it. Well, let's you talk. You wanted to skip news, so that that'll yeah, be enough to cover it. Because you know we're we're on a little later. I figure we'll talk a little bit more about Fast and the Furious. Uh, Velvet Santa said he would pay money for a drive-in speaker box theme hotel. I don't know. I don't know how uh, people might pay upwards of a dollar ninety-nine <laughs> and like a stack of Subway coupons for you know buy one get two free um, footlongs. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if anybody's wanting to to get with that. Vince, the long comment on Twitch saying I actually put new movie news in AI, <laughs> and this came up. According to AI in news this week, Chris Hemsworth, unsure if he will return as Thor, as Thor Chris Hemsworth, who played Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe since 2011, has said that he is unsure if he will return to the role after Thor Love and Thunder. Hemsworth said that he is open to anything, but that he is also ready to move on. That's actually pretty close to real movie news that I didn't mention, which is that he, in a recent interview with uh, Extraction or whatever, Mm -hmm. 2, coming out next month, uh, he said that he really hopes that he gets to do another one of those because he would like to have a franchise that has excitement and attention outside of Marvel. Yes. Uh, which sounds like a Im- casual also way sounds of, impossible. of him being like, I want the Guardians thing, man. I want out. You yeah. know, uh, I think they all do. I think they're all just exhausted. Well, from they, it. I mean, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was like, I'm done. And, and Chris Evans was like, I'm done. And all of Guardians very publicly. They're like, we were done. Like, uh, we're done with this shit. And then, uh, like, Batista just celebrated it the, the day that shooting finished. He was like, I'm out this bitch. Fuck this noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never have to be shirtless again. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, so, uh, but upcoming releases, kind of what we were just talking about this week, opening up May 26th, let's go ahead and jump into these, uh, the, the big movie, of course, that everybody's talking about uh, coming out is The Little Mermaid. Um, it is, it is coming out according to early releases. It is terrible, but she's great, you know, and I don't know if that's like them just saying like, oh, we don't want people to get mad at us because we hate this movie. Uh, but we're just going to say she's great, but the movie sucks. Mm. But Well, apparently there's been lots of story changes. So, Well, I mean, I'm sure they're going to... Because because the Aladdin one was so, so good, and the live-action Lion King was so, so good, and the live-action Jungle Book was just so, so good, mm. and the live-action Dumbo was just so, so Which good. Which live-action Jungle Book? The, the the Disney one that came out the the, the, the approved one the one with uh, Scarlett Johansson as, yeah as, as the uh, snake Caw. yeah yeah okay that one sucked that no, was the they're least all, good of them they the, these Disney live action things have and the, but the Lion King one made all the money so they're like clearly they're so people bad. must make them they I like it. I remember sitting there watching that movie I'm like why is Beyonce singing poorly you know and that was just like a really shocking thing of that movie is like. You know, even even Queen Bee found that bullshit in because she's like, I'm. I don't even care. This movie. Yeah. Did they do a live action, a new new live action, live action of Beauty and the Beast? Because I know they've yeah, done they like did, TV shows. That was and, the first big billion dollar oh, Disney God, live action. For, who was That's, Gaston? Uh, um, um, uh, Owen, the dude that played. Uh, Owen Shaw and Fast and Furious and the, the oh, bow and arrow dude from Lord of the Rings. Yes. His name is something Owens. Yeah, okay, uh, all right. See, I've just Luke blocked, Owens, that's I've his name. I've blocked all of that out of my head. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the first one because it was Hermione uh, and... Um, 
uh, some dude that yeah, played the beast. Then. I remember now. Yeah. Uh, Ali Sparkman on Twitch says, no one could do Ursula justice, so why even try? I mean, honestly, though, like, Ur- Ursula well, is the queen. You could find someone. Uh, but you can't do the anime. That'd be like trying to recast um, who Hades from Hercules, and you could not do, you can't. You well, can't yeah, do you it. just get old, uh, what's his name, James? Uh, what, what's his name? James, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm real bad with actors' names right now. But uh, um, Vince says the only live action one he saw was Aladdin, and who boy? Yeah, the you mean the uh, uh, J- James Woods? There it is. Uh, the just wait for Jasmine to do her big music number movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that sucked. Aren't they making another one because it made money? It, it yeah is that that's the thing that we've been telling you guys for years. If it makes money, we'll get another one. Doesn't doesn't have to be good. Clearly, Fast and the Furious, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Doesn't have to be good to keep getting more of them if we just keep shoveling money at it. So, uh, but anyway, a Little Mermaid coming out in uh, theaters this week. Also, The Machine, which I'm kind of very curious about this That's trailer. That's the one I'm watching because Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is in it. Um, that's the main reason I want to see it. And, and Jimmy Tatro, I actually yeah. like Jimmy Tatro. He's a really funny dude. You don't see him in a lot of stuff. What was that? Uh, he, he's an up and comer, but no. never. He's been around for too long, but he hasn't really. What's that making a murderer uh, documentary they did? But it was about like oh, the finding the, the dicks on the stuff, dicks on the cars, American the, Vandal or yeah. whatever it was. Oh god, that, that shit's sh- hilarious. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> mm. No, it's better than the second season where it was like uh, making people shit their pants. <laughs> yeah, I did not like that season. Uh, but of course, this is a movie about um, Burt Kreischer or whatever, the stand-up comedian that doesn't wear a shirt. Um, and and it, it's based on a story that apparently is loosely uh, based on reality. It's uh, Burt's drunken past catches up with him 20 years down the road when he and his father are kidnapped. Uh, by those Burt wronged 20 years prior while drunk on a college semester abroad in Russia. I don't know how, I, I've not done my research on how how incredibly true they claim this incredibly true story is, but, um, I mean, I, Jimmy Tatro and uh, Mark Hamill, I think, just sound like a fantastic, fantastic pair. Uh, sign me up. Yep. So the machine that's coming out in theaters this weekend as well. Uh, also, the the <laughs> this one looks really terrible. Uh, it's called About My Father. Uh, it's from director Laura Teruso. It's got Robert De Niro and Leslie Bibb and Kim Cattrall. Um, looks like one of those uh, and Sebastian. I, what? Uh, no, yeah, go for it. You want me to? I'm just gonna say Sebastian. Maniscalco. Yeah, Manis Manis. You gotta say it. You gotta say it with whatever. His way of saying it is. He says it like that. No, he doesn't. He does. Um, in fact. Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. Right? Anyway, it's about an Italian family. I feel like that's uh, not okay. It's, this movie is all about them going like this. Now, that's true. The movie, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. So I'm talking about this movie, so I'm going to talk about it the way they talk about it. And they go, oh, we're going to make a spaghetti. And then uh, Al, like Robert De Niro is running around going, I don't know why they don't like a spaghetti. I'm going to make a spaghetti. Forget about it. I don't think it's and like that. This, the whole trailer was like a him, double goo. He's like, yes. I'm going to kill this a peacock and turn it into spaghetti. And they're like, I can't believe you killed the peacock. Oh, we're Italians. And it's like, what the fuck is this movie? Uh, but anyway, Sebastian telling his old 
old Italian immigrant father, uh, uh, Salvo, played by Robert De Niro, um, is going on uh, going to propose to his all-American girlfriend, and Salvo insists on crashing the weekend with her uh, very. See, they're doing white stereotype jokes with, uh, we like crackers and no flavor, and because we're white and wealthy and have a boat. And then, uh, you know, Robert De Niro's like, I kill things and bury them in the backyard. And uh, kind of crackers, man, because Captain's wafers are the jam. See, your white is showing. Dude, and saltines, I'll eat a whole sleeve of fucking saltines, man. Uh, Vince says Italian is still the only voice you can you can actually Ritz do. crackers. You can do Bostonian. You can do Italian. You can do you can do basically any accent that is spoken in the continental U.S. Right by white people. <laughs> I think you can you can do redneck. Like why? I mean, why is why is it not okay for me to do it to this one? But it's show your seals. But it's totally okay for me to do this one, guys. Man, I tell you what, ain't nobody gonna get mad at me for talking like this. You know, they're doing it all damn day at Silver Dollar City. Um, you can do Amish. I don't know. Um, They'll Elvis never Santa. see it. Yeah, no yeah. one even knows what that is. Um, no technology was around to record it. Uh, let's see. Velvet Santa did ask how Polly Shore was. That's I forgot. We didn't even mention that on the show. Uh, and I didn't bring up my things because I haven't been home. But we went and saw Polly Shore last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, before or after the last last show before this show we went and saw Polly Shore stand up here at the at the Grove which I think tickets went on sale for uh John Lovitz oh I was about to check into that yeah John Lovitz tickets are on sale or maybe right now or in the next couple of days uh he's going to be there at the end of June like June 30th yeah, through July something. something um and yeah you know Polly Shore was Polly Shore man he was the weasel he he said some incredibly uh, offensive and raunchy things, but, um, but it was funny. It, and the whole thing is, you have to lock away your phones and stuff. And so he would purposely say some stuff to just be that way. And, and he's he like, goes, "What are you going to do about it? You can't have your phones." And yeah, you're going to put me on Twitter. Yeah, and like, that made it more funny. Yeah. So uh, shout outs, hey Baldwin Orange, uh, thanks for tuning in for us. Night Alishley says, "I saw a picture of him with some friends. Was it us? Um, because we posted a picture of of us." Uh, with Paul, we tried to get him out to to come to to pinpoint. I posted it and tried to tag him, but man, the like the meet and greet line, they just shoved us all through. They were just like, "Get in here, get out of here." Yeah, and they said one photo per group, and the lady just took your phone and went click, and uh, they they were just telling you to leave. So even though he, I think he like asked us a question and tried to talk to us for a second, and they kind of pushed. They're it like, a little "Get bit. on out, we yeah. got money to make." So yeah, Polly Shore. We've got so uh, I, I took the. You, you'll notice it's not here on the set, but right uh, here on on your screen is normally where our to cover up this glare. That's actually what that is strategically. That VHS is normally there to to to, to counterbalance this glare of this TV screen, which is from this lamp right over here. But it was a VHS cassette uh, copy, a blockbuster copy of Jury Duty. Uh, which we got signed by Polly Shore, and that DVD copy of... A, I didn't know if we were going to use that as, like, the surprise. We yeah. needed it today. Yeah. Of Pinocchio that Velvet Santa on Twitch sent us because we were talking about Polly Shore being in that movie. So we took it and had Polly Shore sign it. So, uh, uh, And when he grabbed it, he goes, oh, Pinocchio. <laughs> this. <Yeah. laughs> 
So, Baldwin Orange asks on Twitch, not sure if I told you this already, but I've been using ChatGPT for a while to write synopsis for unlikely sequels, like Passion of the Christ 2, Titanic 2, and Shawshank Redemption 2. Uh, Shawshank Redemption 2, Deeper Pockets. Um, yeah, or it's just them on the beach drinking beer. What would Titanic 2 be? Like, Titanic 2, you know, what what, what cruise would it, would it be like Caribbean party jam or something? Maybe it's them uh, searching the bottom of the ocean for the uh, heart of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's the ghost And then ship. they uncover the Meg. Yes, yeah. it's Titanic versus Meg. Um, Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo. Anything with 2 can be Electric Boogaloo because that is the best sequel title in the history of sequel titles. Like, you can't... Like, Electric Boogaloo goes after everything. Hmm. Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo. Passion of the Christ 2, Electric Boogaloo. Like, it just it just works. All right. Uh, was there any other ones that are coming out this week? Um, oh, Gerard Butler's Kandahar. Uh, I don't know if you saw the trailer to this one, but... No, I thought it was streaming. Yeah, it's going to come out streaming. I think it might be in a couple of... Uh, it's an open road film, so you never really know where that's going to go. But uh, that one's getting getting some sort of release this week. And I'm not sure... Yeah, that's not when I'm getting anything. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so About My Father, we've got The Machine and The Little Mermaid all coming out in theaters this week so i'm very glad there's movies besides little mermaid so that i don't have to watch it but i remember that you promised our fans that you would watch little mermaid i will watch little mermaid just to see that stupid crab with lips oh vince in the comments on twitch okay so i know that i did just now say that electric boogaloo was the greatest sequel uh part two name ever behind house two second story like that is that is such a great i mean what a double great double entendre there it's uh fantastic good puns um okay do we want to talk about do we want to talk about the the uh, the uh, the elephant in the room that sure. is that is fast x i mean yeah. i think fast we, 10 I, I think we need to we, we we need to we need to start at the beginning, right? I, I mean, fat two thousand one, right? We have been we have been subjected to have, is this eleven movies? Uh, you have the ten, and then you have Hobbs and Shaw. There's the uh, TV series, and if you count Han's character from Justin Lin's short film uh, as part of it in the broader Fast and Furious universe, then. So there's 13 bits of content. No, that, there's also the short film that precedes oh uh, short films. Ooh, Fast uh, Five or, okay. or Fast and Furious. It's the one where you have Dom and Letty uh, where they get married. So that's before Fast and Furious. So there's a short film there. Is it just like there's, a vignette of da 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 da? No. no, it's like a no, it's like their whole life in Dominican Republic and stuff like okay. that. And then there's another short film about the two um, the brothers that join them in the heist of for Fast Five. That's why those characters feel like they come out of nowhere is because they're in a short film. And there's at least something else that I'm missing. Okay, but, well, so for yeah, basically. Uh, 22 years. It started as Point Break with Cars. Yes. 
AKA Buddy. Racer X, which is what they really were going to call that. Movie. Brian O'Connor, undercover cop, mm. tasked with discovering the identities of a group of automobile hijackers believed to be led by Dominic Toretto. Yeah, they were stealing VCRs. Oh. They go, go from stealing VCRs with civics to, to flying Fieros in space to save the world. Oh, this one goes. Yeah, it gets more ridiculous than that. But yeah, you start out with with uh, Point Break with cars, street racing scene uh, helps define and and further enrich uh, the uh, the car culture uh, and and where it's gone today. And now they just put a car on screen for two seconds so that it's there, and the rest of the movie has nothing to do with them uh, until Dom says, "You made one mistake. You let me keep my car." You're oh my like, god! Get out of here, dude. Um, this one is the, by far the worst one, easily. That- and they've announced that instead of one more movie, Vin Diesel wants to make this a, a trilogy. To oh, this one movie? Yeah. So he wants to make this one movie into three movies. It was already going to be two movies, uh, and now it's it's set to be three. Um, uh, Fast and Furious. Has been incredible for a very long time. We have the Fast and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious. You had the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Then you had Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six. Um, what was seven? Furious. It was F Seven. Just Furious it, Seven. Furious Seven, and then F Eight of the Furious, and then uh, all of those were good. F Eight of the Furious. Uh, not it was kind of on the edge but you're like okay they wrapped it up it's done and then they did uh, F9 F9 and it's turd garbage uh, and then in this movie they the, the the whole movie starts out with being like member berries and it was like you remember it has remember when been, Fast and Furious was been good that long. it has been since it was good okay and that's what this movie does it goes you remember when Fast and Furious was good when Justin Lin stuck to directing and didn't try writing these movies uh, and left that up to uh, Chris Morgan and they made magic with uh, you know Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift all the way up I mean are we talking like I mean Fate it was more like Branson magic if we're being real with these movies you know, like like Johnny Rocket Theater. I'm telling you, dude. Fast and Furious is the titties until F9. So, I don't know about that. But, but the whole Get movie, some of those titty it, it, has, it has like little uh, montages and vignettes and, and throwbacks and flashbacks to being like, you remember when it was good, which was the first one through the sixth or seventh one and the whole movie is like remember how five was like peak like the good one you know it the, had the peak good the one they, you're doing they, the hand they, they, like, they yes. took the they took the the safe and they killed the bad guy and it had the rock and it was super cool and it had a throwback to the guy from the first movie and it was it was just really something and they're like well this movie isn't that and they remind you constantly how good like fast five was and how bad this one is and it's very very upsetting um jason momoa is very jason momoa well he yeah they just it's like they cut him loose on set and they're like just be you if you were like evil and he goes 
easy. Done, dude. Yeah, and so it's like him painting his toenails and making his hair weird and just acting as awkward and off the wall and hyper as he could be. It's like they handed him like three like bang energies and they're like, go ham, bro. You got the cup. I see. I did. I bought the uh, I bought the uh, the cups. Um, But really, this whole movie, uh, it's not an entire movie. It's an incomplete movie. And it's a setup for their Marvel vs. DC trilogy that they have. Because the whole thing is uh, Groot and Miss Marvel versus the Aquamans. Oh, my gosh. Because you have Aquaman from Zack Snyder. And then you have Aquaman from Smallville, and they are the opposition. Uh, but the entire movie makes no sense. It opens up. When has this movie made? Like, the Fast and Furious movies haven't made sense. Since Fast Five. Which was the one where they stole the, the safe. The, 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 blue, the basis of this movie. The Bluetooth controlled World War II submarine. Which one was that one? That was eight. Oh, that was and so it bad. makes a reappearance in this movie. Oh, God. The, yep. Oh, God. Uh, Ghost971 on Twitch says, I think they should have wrapped it up when Paul Walker died. You're, you're right. Um, Paul Walker's daughter makes a cameo in this, and if you know who you're looking for, that's kind of a cool moment. Uh, John Cena's character's been completely rewritten. He was the big bad in the last movie, uh, and in this movie, he's a fun uncle, uh, and he's just acting like he's in a, a kid's movie. Um, Is John Cena in this? Yeah. He was in the last one. He was Jacob Toretto. But he, he was, was the, bad guy turned good guy at the last second? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was Dom's brother that was working with Cypher. Uh, in, okay. Okay. All right. I'm the, back the on track. The whole thing is yeah. family. Uh, and, and the whole thing being family gets so ridiculous to the point that when they go back to Brazil, uh, the uh, never before mentioned and, and mystery sister of the cop from that one who inexplicably gave birth to Dom's child who has now changed races and it makes no sense and they keep showing you these people can it drive a car yes the movie opens with him drifting a baby he's like seven I wish it could have been like the Ally McBeal Uga Chucka baby. Like, oh, at just one point like in this movie, baby drifting. No, so it opens up with him baby. drifting, and at the end of the movie, he goes feel the car, and then the kid opens the door and jumps out of the spinning car into the safety of Dom's car, and he's just like a seven-year-old and just leaps, uh, just like in uh, what was it, Fast Six where uh, Dom jumps from his car and grabs Letty. It's on a highway. It's like the same highway from that movie. And they do the same thing. This movie's nothing but callbacks to the good ones. Vince on Twitch. Between moments of like how shit this one is. Vince on Twitch says he heard that the seven-year-old kid kills a bunch of people and no one really addresses this. Yes, with um, missile launchers. Yeah. And he's super stoked about it. He's like, hell yeah, I just murked. Some human beings. I ended human life. Well, they're trying to kill seven him. Seven years old. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to kill rad. him. So, I mean, so that's okay. They're bad guys. Well, if you saw an F9, they're already training him to defend himself and hide in the home and all that stuff, which he ends up, when they actually get under attack, being very terrible at and being found and almost murdered, like, basically immediately. Uh, and he just stands there and watches. But they're like, you know what to do. Go to safety. And then he's like, got it. 
But this and stares laundry, and just lets himself get killed like an idiot. Um, where was it going with? The, oh, but the 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 sister of Dom's baby's mama is a street racer in Brazil and just happens to be the top street racer in the scene, so that they can find out that there's more family in the extended family of the family, and then they introduce this character, and her name is just Abuelita because all like of the this, hot chocolate. No, like Abuelita. No, guy, grandma, bro. Yeah, but that's Mexican the, grandma. Mexican hot chocolate with the grandma on it. Maybe I don't. God, know. I love Abuelita. But the point is, they introduce her. That's the only name she's given, and they act like she's someone significant. And Vince or uh, Vin Diesel has made him his character Mexican out of nowhere. He's the like most Mexican Italian dude or whatever is supposed to be that drinks the Coronas and it makes no sense and it's all weird and everything about this movie is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Did they pop Coronas? At, when the Abuelita's there, yeah. Oh my God. They have to because they're at dinner and they leave a table a seat open for Paul, which was cool. That part was cool. But the rest of it is just ludicrous and Tyrese... Doing Being like, really, I don't want to be here. Me really either. But we're still comedy. here. That's their paycheck, man. Mm-hmm. They want to be there. Tyrese especially wants to be there. They even use Han for like really stupid slapstick comedy. And you, when you see Deckard Shaw, he's like punching a naked fat man in a in a in a punching bag. Who? So just, he comes back. Jason Statham's there. That the Rock is not. He said no. Right. Oh, God. oh Jesus Christ. Is it one of those things where, like, the Wolverine movie that leaked on the internet, and they're all like, we promise this is not anything close to the movie that you're going to see. Please stop telling away, giving away secrets. And they act like it's a big, like, oh, my God, it is a person. Like, when Han came back, that was a pretty tight secret. So Everyone comes back. Even Paul Walker. No. <laughs> Uh, he comes back as like a force ghost. So and then he's the, like, the, "Use the fast." Luke. So, and, not to give it away, really, but it is a Marvel vs. DC film, and the only DC person on the side of Marvel they kill, so that there's pure Marvel vs. DC, and there's a couple of people from DC. Think about it that uh, make reappearances in this movie, whether it makes sense or not. Ben Affleck, he's in this movie? No. People that have already been in Fast and Furious. Maybe people whose careers got like a big kick start from Fast and Furious. Maybe if we go back to Fast Five and we think about some characters that might have been in Fast Five or Six and they they do DC. Maybe those characters. Maybe maybe they're back. So we have a big Marvel vs. DC thing going. Weird. But it definitely sets up a potential for another um, Hobbs and Shaw movie. Great! Because Helen Mirren, who's there for three seconds, uh, they're like, oh, she's being targeted. She's in DC. Yeah. She was in Shazam. Oh, she was in Shazam. Right. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah, she was like, I'm a powerful source of zap, zap, zap. Can I get my paycheck? The end. Yeah. Oh, that's everyone in this movie, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, oh, and we get a Pete Davidson cameo, oh. a very unwelcome Pete Davidson cameo. Who's he dating? Uh, he's just a dirt trash man that runs a black market with drug muffins who turns them into the people trying to kill them in like three seconds. Okay. So he's Pete Davidson. 
<sighs> yeah. God. Just, uh, the, the whole movie, I mean, and, and the reason this has been kind of like a weird, um, like, review of it is because the, the entire movie happens in three to five minute segments, and then it jumps somewhere else. The entire team is split up. It opens with them and talking to Abuelita about how they're going to split the team and do different missions, and then the world comes crashing down on them, and Jason Momoa unleashes a gigantic bomb in the middle of Rome trying to destroy the Vatican and then he somehow makes it where he can blame the uh, the Fast and Furious team and then other Aquaman is taken over for Kurt Russell and he is like you know what screw these guys we need to shut the team down uh, and uh, Miss Marvel's like no don't do that Aquaman and he's like I was Aquaman first bitch shut up and then he's real mean it's, it's pretty extreme and then he is like Let's murder the team. So then Aquaman and Aquaman are both trying to kill Groot and and ruin Miss Marvel's day. But it all happens in three to five minute segments because it has to jump to the different teams around the different parts of the world and see what little kid and John Cena are doing. And it's just, it's it's dumb and it makes no sense. And the very end of the movie, it just ends. It just ends. Like there's a there's a, a, an explosion about to occur People have seemingly died or about to die on and off screen, and it just stops. It's just abrupt. The end. <sighs> Come for part two next time. Electric boogaloo. Yeah, and everyone in the theater was like, that's it? And it's it's not good. I, I, have, I have no positive things to think about. I, I don't have any factors of it that were redeeming other than... The uh, uh, Paul Walker's daughter being in it and them saving a seat for Paul, but other than being like little Paul Walker things, um, the the rest of it that's new is it's terrible. It's very bad. It sounds excruciating. And there's really dumb twist that might have like had some impact if they would have cared anymore. If it wasn't so rapid fire, jump around everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Um, and other than the. Uh, the big reveal at the end of the movie. Um, that there's going to be more. It's it's pretty predictable for the most part. So. Well, what's crazy, though, is I was just looking at the numbers here, and the original Fast and the Furious movie in 2001 only grossed $207 million worldwide. I, so. I will still watch Fast and Furious 1 through 8 any time. Uh, I, you're not going to catch me watching nine or this one. Well, what's crazy is like it was an hour and 46 minutes long and its entire run, it only made $207 million, right? And now we, we, you go back to fast nine, which was two and a half hours well, and made almost $730 million worldwide. Fast and Furious was like a sleeper hit that got more popular after the fact. Too Fast and Too Furious did not do well. Uh, and then they they didn't think they were gonna keep up with the franchise. Justin Lin came in. He's like, let me let me do this. They did Tokyo Drift, and it was a major success uh, for what it was. Yeah, and but it still worldwide grossed only 158 million dollars. What did it cost to make? Oh, like probably 30 million. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, after that, and them bringing in. Uh, Vin Diesel to be the uh, producer and and everything on it uh, made it where four just was the titties. Everyone was like, "Yes, we we want more Fast and Furious." Um, 
we're, we're, someone... Baldwin Orange on Twitch was asking how many tributes to Paul Walker do we need? They well, in this movie, song, in this movie alone, it. you get the song, you have entire walls of photos, uh, and then you get um, the empty seat. You get his daughter. Uh, there's a couple other things. There's scenes and pictures and little tribute deals sprinkled all throughout the whole thing. Uh, but it's, so, it's bad. It's it's bad, and I can't. Celestial on YouTube says they should do a Tokyo Drift 2 with Limp Biscuit and bring the OGs back. Yeah, we're not doing that. The, you know, the biggest thing about the movie, really, is that Cypher pulls up in an all-electric DeLorean. Did you know they were making new DeLoreans? Yes. I, I think I read something about that on really? the internet. Yeah. yeah. I As was like, if that was necessary. Yeah, I did remember seeing someone sent me that, and they go, "You and, like you like eighty stuff." Here's a DeLorean, and they screwed up because the uh, the sister of um, what, what whatever her name is in Brazil, she drives a oh, uh, was yes that's an right. old two forty Z that's been RB swapped, and they they missed their entire opportunity to uh, uh, have like the Fugu Z in in a movie. That's like a Fast and Furious deep cut. Deep cuts. You love all your deep cuts with Fast and the Furious. I mean, is that? I'm guessing that's a Fast and Furious shirt. Yep. Okay. Yep. The, the very first movie where Jaw rules in the race, and he gets told that if he wins the race, he gets to, uh, uh, you know, have a million dollars. If you uh, uh, if you've ever seen uh, Office Space, and then when he loses the race, he goes no. No, Monica. Monica. Yeah. So, like, back in years past when these movies would come out, Jake would be really excited, and he'd wear, Super like, jazzed. he would wear his Fast and the Furious t-shirts, and he'd come in here with Coronas, and he's just like, yeah, it's coming out this week. I'm a hype boy. I got He's got his car souped up. He's going to go to a meet and brap, brap, or whatever that they do, and... And, and uh, now, look, at look, look, even... Even the super fan has been beaten down. Yeah, well, because the one point of the movie where he says, because everything is just like them telling you how good they aren't and how good they used to be. And the point, the part where they have the race, he goes, everyone came to see a street race. Let's give them a race. And then Jason Momoa is like, I put bombs on the cars. <laughs> and then he <laughs> Dastardly. Just, yeah, and then he just blows up the cars and that's the end of the race. And you don't even get like a race in this movie. There's, there's nothing even resembling a street race in this movie outside the five seconds where they line up and Has say anything go. in the past six of these movies resembled a street race yeah all until fast nine fast nine and this one the rest of them all at least have a race in them somewhere was Hobbs and Shaw the one where they had the like that's not like the a fight with sticks and hammers against helicopters and missiles yes that's right yeah we fight with sticks and yeah, because yeah, they go to Samoa and they they show them what's up. Okay. Oh, that was the scene where it was, it went from from one o'clock to seven o'clock to noon to five o'clock. Yeah, the one where you bitched the, about the, the continuity yeah. of of the sun and the sky. Island time, bro. Yeah, island dude, time. Island, island time's ridiculous. Um. Okay. Well, the the Fast and the Furious. Do you have any other? Other thoughts on this before we we move on? 
do better on the next one, please. Or or don't do the next one, but they're gonna. Yeah, they have to because it's now money. I mean, and and money. No, it just ends. I'm telling you, the movie just ends. Oh, they've shut down plenty of things. Dom's in peril. Money. The whole crew is crashed in a in a plane. One of them is totes dead for sure. Two of them are stuck in Antarctica with, uh, you know, surprise guest. Uh, Hobbs is bound to be being hunted down by uh, the. What the is this? The end of him. like a nineteen seventies Batman? Yeah, stay stay tuned next <laughs> next fast time. Uh, same fast time. Same Will Dom channel. escape the Joker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Ugh. Except it's Aquaman. Find out next year on Fast. What would X one? Are they gonna Are they gonna keep with the the Roman numerals, or is it just gonna be eleven? Fast eleven. Fast X point five. At Fast X V V two. Like the nomenclature of this is getting exhausting too. Yeah. Give, give me Give me cars back. Give me a car that has gas that's not a uh, Challenger. Oh, you know what? I do have something positive. Do they still get torque while they're in midair? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, Dom's kid is being raised building a Chevelle, and his door in their house is covered in Camaros and Chevelles. There's your positive part of it. There was some some cool Chevys in, in this. That was nice. And there was a Harley Davidson. There you go. For the homies. Well, there you go. Fast X is in theaters right now. You can check it out. Um, uh, Vince, no. Fast 9 makes this movie looks good. Oof. That was bad English. This this Fast 9 makes this movie look uh, pr- pretty... Fast 9 was borderline unwatchable. Uh, yeah, and it was good compared to this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, if you want to subject yourself to this level of mental um abuse uh, and, and and continue to turn your brain into jelly and feed the media machine of which we get more of these things then you can check it out in theaters right now it's going to be out probably for the next couple of weeks um until you know another brain melting insane dead horse kicking from disney comes out i mean this was one of the worst grossing of the franchise it's already made a lot of money yeah but but I mean, it's opening weekend, though. I mean, yeah. it's still it's still got a long ways to go to overtake Fast Nine. But you know, it it the inter, it just destroyed in the international market. It's not doing great here in the U.S., but the international market was out of control. So yeah, let me see. Uh, I want to see where it made the most money. Um, then, yeah, let's do the top ten. Oh, it apparently has made the most money, of course, opening in China. It beat United States and Mexico did really well as well. Yeah. So there you go. But a movie that has nothing but music from Mexico. There you go. Um, Okay. Well, let's do the top 10. Let's let's mosey right along. Some Caribbean stuff in there, too. Oh, because it's all it's all in Espanol either way. Uh, well, we're going to give you the top 10 movies in America. You know, we always do this at the end of the show. We tell you what was in the theaters and the top 10. Usually when you hear box office reports, you only get the number one movie or the number two in one movie. But we're going to start with number 10, work our way up. This is for the weekend of May 19th through 21, 21st, 2023. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Jake, and he's going to 
Give it up. Yeah, coming in at number 10 in its eighth official week out, 10 weeks uh, and from on its streaming. original release. And, yeah, you can watch it at home. I think it's even free uh, to watch on, on Paramount. Paramount. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons brought in another 405,000. Its domestic total just shy of 93 million <coughs> at the box office with untold gains uh, from internet. Uh, and then in its third week out from Screen Gems, uh, coming in at number nine, Love Again, $410,000, bringing its domestic total up to just shy of $6 million. Um, Number eight brings us Hypnotic, uh, sad Ben Affleck meme, uh, 815000 uh, Its domestic gross is only $4 million. I wish we could insert sad Ben Affleck with, like, the cigarette, just, like, over Well, that was it. from a pretty small production coming up from Ketchup Entertainment. Not a huge release, um, but... Still. Yeah. Uh, big star. Uh, number seven, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Uh, $1.3 million for it. 18.6 is what it has brought home. Uh, I know that Lionsgate uh, is disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number six, John Wick 4, still up there in its ninth week. Uh, brought in $1.3 million, uh, 185.3 for that one. Uh, and then... Number five, Evil Dead Rise, two point four million. Its domestic is at sixty. It's doing fantastic. So yeah, not bad for a horror film at all. Uh, coming in at number four, Book Club, the next chapter. How is it the one making money? The next uh, chapter, three million dollars, uh, thirteen million bringing in in the last two weeks, and then. Uh, Dropping down, but still in the top three, Super Mario movie, $9.6 million. In the U.S., it's brought in just under $550 million, one and a quarter billion dollars across the world. Um, I did have a friend post that he said he took his young daughter to see it, and then within 20 minutes, she said she hated it and wanted to leave. And he said, um, uh, like, bad, like he was a bad parent, or like, uh, dad did wrong or whatever and I was like no man you raised a good kid yeah yeah, yeah they can tell right from wrong that's good yeah uh, and then in its third week out coming in at number two uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 32.4 million this past week its domestic is just under 267 uh, and worldwide it's only brought in 660 million dollars which is not at the pace that Disney would have liked to have seen it I'm sure uh, and then taking that top spot, opening with $67 million, Fast 10. Yep. And that worldwide gross, 318, uh, which we were talking about. So, yeah, um, it got a, you know, a very a large global release, clearly. But, yeah, you know, more money we're going to keep. And, and it's got more weeks. I mean, if it's doing $78 million in China in an opening weekend, that's that's pretty monstrous. I mean, I watched it early Saturday. There wasn't a hot boy car in sight. The theater was sparse. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's... You're always scoping out for the hot boys. No, that's that's the name. Oh, got that's, it. That's like the thing. Oh, I don't, I don't know whatever subculture you run in, Jake. With what these hot boys. No, you're saying it weird. You said hot boys. It's a single word, dude, and it's B-O-I, hot boy, man. Hot boy? Boy? It's like a car thing, man. Okay. It's a car thing. It is a car thing. (laughs) I promise. It really is. Okay. Well, that was the top 10 movies in America. There was no souped up. I don't know the word for this. That's the word for it. Hot rod and duders? No, hot rod is a very specific thing. 
hot boy is the thing, man. So can you be a hot boy with a hot rod or are those two mutually exclusive? I'm, yeah, I mean, there were no tuner dudes. Tuners. Okay, tuner dudes. All right. Why do you, why do you have to do this? Man? I don't, I'm just understanding about hot boys and their hot rods and what no, makes them so. No, you're saying it weird again. <laughs> just saying. You're making, you're saying it as two words and you're using a Y. So is hot hot rod one word? Hard rod? So hot boys, hot rod, going fast. My guy. It must it must be a car thing. It's a car thing. Okay. Well, buckle up because it sounds wild. Buckle up, buckaroo. <laughs> well, anyway, that's that's the top ten movies in America. You can check those out. Uh, we will have more. Unfortunately, I got to drop this news on you. I will not be here next week. I'll be in Kentucky doing distillery tours. Um, Kentucky. Yes, I am. Uh, there's a there's a pretty well known bartender's camp uh, for cocktail professionals, and uh, I got selected to attend. So uh, I will be in Kentucky all week learning about the cocktail industry even in more depth, and uh, I will return the following Monday with all of my newfangled knowledge. Um, so sorry in advance. We won't be here next Monday. I will be I will be flossing and flying in Kentucky, um, tasting barrels and, and, and shaking cocktails. So, um, yeah. I guess I'll just tell everyone about the machine on Discord. Yeah, get on Discord. Uh, check that out. Um, oh, or actually, uh, Night Alishley says that she'll be doing the show with me. Heck yeah. I'm down with that. Um, Al Topich over on uh, Twitch said some local movie news. Laura Dern and Diane Ladd will be in Little Rock on Wednesday. Uh, if, you, if you're if you not familiar with the Ron Robinson Theater down there in Little Rock, they all do all kinds of really, really cool screenings. Uh, the ACS, the Art Cinema, the Ozarks, they do fun stuff. They actually did an event last last night um, where they did Walk the Line and they had Smoke in the Mirror playing a bunch of Johnny Cash classics and then screened the film afterwards. Um, you know, some stuff like that that's pretty cool. The Arkansas Cinema Society does neat stuff. Uh, so, yeah, be sure to check that out. Vince just dropped the Discord link in the chat there. You can check that out if you want to follow along. You can, of course, download this show in audio form wherever it is you get your podcasts. And don't forget to like and subscribe on your platform of choice. We like Twitch. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun, and um, it monetizes faster than the other ones. So we appreciate that. Maybe we can set it where the speaker box just relays my stream, and I, I can uh, find yeah, a way. Yeah, you can do that to make a, a picture work on mine you can you can just stream from I got your, a fancy boy tablet i'll make it i can make yeah. it work yeah yeah we can connect it you you have the credentials you can stream so uh yeah put put peer pressure on jake and uh it'll be it'll be awesome it'll be fun so uh again thanks for tuning in we will see you guys. Uh, well, he'll see you maybe next week. So p- p- lots of peer pressure in the in the Discord, and like and subscribe and follow. And uh, we'll we've got lots to talk about when I get back about Little Mermaid, and it will be it will be it will be rough. So I'm gonna get out of here and rest up from my long day of Silver Dollar City adventures. I'm gonna go be late to work. Well, you you've got eight minutes. Can you fast and furious your way down there? Not I thought you lived life quarter mile at a time. Not in the van. Though, okay. I mean, I got a 3.9 liter V6 and that bad boy got all the seats taken out for weight for saving purposes. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. I, of course, am the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy the Green. And we will see you guys next week. As you leave the theater, folks, please be careful. Don't let this happen to your car. Be sure to remove the speaker before you leave. If you should accidentally pull a speaker loose, please turn it in at our snack bar or box office. Thank you.